We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair in West Allis on August 8th for a celebratory breakfast. One farm being recognized is of the Luer family. This Dunn County's farm's history dates back over 100 years. In 1900, the original farmstead of 80 acres was purchased by Art and Sarah. They separated and sold cream, had crops, and raised pigs. Today, the farm is run by Jeff Luer and his wife, Sarah. He shares more about the farm's history. In January of 1900, uh, Art and Sarah Thunderland purchased that land. So that was the beginning of the, the family heritage was in 1900. Initially, it was an 80-acre parcel that uh, was purchased by Art and Sarah. Uh, they didn't purchase it from the railroad, but that was the origins of private ownership. It was, it was an 80 that was purchased from the railroad. Art and Sarah had the opportunity to buy it, and they did, is my understanding. And for buildings early on, there really wasn't much. Art and Sarah built a small house in a small barn. Um, they farmed it for many years. Uh, Art died in 1925. That's where, the, in my opinion, the story gets somewhat interesting. Art died in 1925, and Sarah, his surviving wife, and eight kids on an 80-acre farm just before the Depression. <laughs> and then immediately following the Depression was World War II, and she had to survive all that as a widow, and she did. She managed it. What were some of those first years like? You mentioned the war, the Great Depression. What stories have been passed down that you've heard from those? Struggles. I mean, it was not, it was an extremely difficult time uh, for that Sunderland family, a large family, a lot of kids, and Sarah uh, managing as a widow. Um, They just, they did what they had to do. One of the sons uh, wound up in the Army and would help uh, his mother, Sarah, uh, with some financial support to get the taxes paid and just keep things going day to day, much like a lot of other places in the country at that time. So from that time till as time went on, how did that farm change? What improvements maybe were made or changes, whether that's to just the acreage, the operation, if it went from dairy to crops to completely different? What kind of changes or things were made as time went on? The initial building site was uh, quite a ways off uh, any uh, road. So they they ch- actually changed the location of the building, um, built a, another uh, smaller house and uh, another set of outbuildings. Um, and they, they never really sold milk, uh, but they separated cream. So they sold cream and they raised hogs and uh, other animals for, for sale and, and sold some crops. And as time went on, they sold 12 acres that were part of the the 80, but uh, across or adjacent from the county highway that is the, the main road. They sold 12 acres at a period of time when Sarah needed help financially. So now, from its original 80, it's, it's a 68-acre parcel. The, the buildings themselves, the last occupant uh, that lived there was in 1988. And the house that stood was tore down in, I believe that was 91 or 92, is when the the last permanent improvement was on that farm. And the land has been crop farm. I crop farmed it for, you know, a long time. Um, It's a wonderful piece of ground. And it's it's part of another uh, story, which is uh, 
Laurel Peterson was one of the eventual owners of that land, my mother. And she lives on another century farm just a mile and a half down the road. So it's really a story of Laurel's family and being able to hang on to that piece of ground. My wife and I had the opportunity to buy it in 2002, and we did and own it to this day. Um, And my wife's name is Sarah. She's actually the namesake of the original Art and Sarah who bought that land in 1900. Uh, So in my opinion, it's it's actually a a tale or a story of of Sunderland uh, family name, and in particular, the women or the ladies, because it went from Sarah, and Sarah is a widow for 30-some years on that piece of property just hanging on. And then it went to Laurel. Well, it went from Sarah, it went to Lyle, who was one of Sarah's sons. And then Lyle uh, willed it to my mother-in-law, Laurel Peterson. And Laurel sold it to myself and my wife, Sarah. So it went from, you know, the, the, the ladies were really the, the chain. It went from Sarah to Laurel Sarah. So you mentioned you and your wife own it today. So what is Correct. the farm today? Are you still cropping? If so, what types of crops? Where Where is it looking now compared to then to today? Uh, right now, it's it's open uh, cropland. There's a lot of rolling hills and woods. Uh, on that 68 acres, there are roughly 27 or 28 acres that are tilled. The balance is, is rolling hills, woods. Um, it's, it's crop farmed. Uh, corn, beans, some once in a while we'll get some cereal crop in there uh, just on a rotational uh, level, but it's, it's strictly as, as crop farm. Haven't had hay on it for a number of years because the cattle have been gone, so it's just been pretty much row crop. What are some of your favorite memories with the farm? Oh boy, my personal memories, um, I can remember the tearing down of the last building and the, the last um Sunderland passed away in 1988, and that was Thurl, who was a a, a son of the original Thurl. Uh, he he passed away in 1988, and we tore that house down early 90s, 91 or 92, and it was a family type gathering where you know there were Laurel's family was involved, and we just tore it out. And then from there, um, I can remember family members, my father-in-law. Uh, my dad, my uncles, uh, a lot of uh, my wife's uncles and cousins would participate in the crop farm. So typical farming, you know, family involvement. And though it's the, the positive that you always remember. You don't seem to, to cling to the, to the struggles and the hard part. It's the, the good memories, and that's one of the beauties of farming. What do you think makes your farm unique, whether that's now or something that's happened in history with it? I don't know that I would call it unique. Anybody who, who is a farmer understands it. There is a connection to the land, and maybe one of the things that's unique is that it's been able to be that connection to the land and to the love of farming has persisted for over 100 years on that particular piece of property, and our hope is that we can continue. I mean, that's out of my hands. That's in God's hands, but that's our hope. Speaking of that continuing, is there interest in a next generation taking on the farm, or what are the future plans, roughly, that you're thinking about? Yes, uh, the the goal, you know, the the intention is to have it remain in the bloodline of we we would really like to see it stay in the bloodline that you could connect back to the Sunderland. 
And if that isn't possible, then we can, you know, we still want to keep it in the family. Jeff Luer tells the story of his family, Century Farm in Dunn County. The Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Program originated as part of Wisconsin Centennial Celebration in 1948. Each year, about 100 properties are honored. You can listen to more of these farm stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.